anyone don't click leave <laughs> but um now that we're officially recording let's get into it so overwhelm sometimes even trying to define the word overwhelm is overwhelming right where it's like because for me at least it's that feeling when you reach that moment where you're just like oh i don't know like i can't even think i can't even form words you know i can't even analyze how i'm feeling right now and if you're at that point that it's like so hard like what are you going to do implement a system when you're overwhelmed you know so it's understand it understandable if sometimes it feels like when you get to that point of overwhelm it's just all downhill till it happens to pass on its own all right but today my hope is that we can talk a little bit more about that the strap won't listen the shirt doesn't want to be off the shoulder or a tank top but it's comfy so what does overwhelm mean to you guys so tell me in the chat what does overwhelm mean to you guys if i were to ask you to define it i told you what my definition of overwhelm is but to you what is that the damn thing is leaking Ugh too much to do. Yeah. And it feels like, but it's funny. Is it too much to do? What makes it too much? Is it the time period? Is it the knowing what to do first? What causes it to be too much? Too much to do and not enough energy, right? So there's like that deficit going on too much going on that I can't organize my thoughts and know where to start. Yeah. And it just kind of compiles into this like cluster, you know, and then it, it only made worse by seeing it like feeling like everybody else out there, they can't possibly be dealing with this, right? Like they know what to do. They can get it started. Or even maybe you're just even too overwhelmed to think of someone else. <laughs> so it just feels lonely to be sitting there overwhelmed. Well, there's a lot of facets to it. So my hope today, this might not be 100% relevant to how you guys experience, individually experience overwhelm. But my hope is that it breaks it down and kind of puts a philosophy behind it, right? From what I've found in the typical dieting stuff or mindset things that I've dealt with, at least for my brain, what helps me is to try and think of a tangible process as to why that's going on. Even if I don't want it to go on anymore, it's just, it, it feels good knowing that I can understand and I can figure out why. So in my opinion, there's stages to overwhelm. And as I sat and jotted it down, here's what came to mind for me. All right. And I'll go back over this list. We'll break it down even more. But as I'm saying it, if something stands out to you as something you've experienced, or it just seems really relevant, make sure you share it in the chat. Okay. So the tip, typically the four stages of overwhelm, the anticipation of the list. Number two, the gathering of the list. Number three, the list gets clogged. I don't know. For me, it's like that sense, that statement didn't make 100% sense, but it does. Like it's a perfect way to describe that sensation. You guys know what I'm talking about? That list finally, it finally gets clogged, right? And then four, the list gets frozen. So anticipation of the list, gathering the list, the list gets clogged. And then the list gets frozen. Anybody hearing this and saying, 
this is, this feels relevant. This feels like this is what I go through. If you want, you can put it in your own terms, you know, how you experience this. I'm going to go into what I actually meant by them, but I always love to see how you guys interpret the things because it's so different from brain to brain. So let's see, I'm dog sitting one dog walking two, and cat sitting for someone else. I am mixing up all the pets names. I would hundred percent do that. Um, all the stuff, getting ready, cooking, studying, going to work, cleaning, etc. Eat the frog and a sign of time has helped me tremendously. Love to see it. Especially the list gets frozen. Stephanie, yeah, right? Where it's just like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to sit, <laughs> right? Or it's just like, you could be thinking about what to do forever. And it just doesn't get done then. And you're all of a sudden like, it's been on my mind. I'm not irresponsible. What the hell gives? So let's go. Let's get into this. Let's go back. The list gets clogged. I can make the lists and then freeze. Yep. Fuck the list. <laughs> yep. Okay. So anticipation of the list. <sighs> Who here has woken up overwhelmed? Nothing's really been added to your plate. You haven't had the chance yet to even be assigned new things or have to juggle your time or the modes in which you're working in, but you're just, you wake up overwhelmed. Like you wake up feeling behind already. Addie raised your hand. Mo, I wake up in the middle of the night wondering where important papers are. Mm-hmm. And those of you on here too, or who, watch, who are watching the recording and are dealing with OCD, this especially can be a big thing. You can wake up some days just triggered because you're forgetting something already, something crucial, something, you know, like, oh, you did something wrong. You messed something up. You lost track of something. And ADHD, you just live your life losing track of shit. You know, so it's, it's not only is it the fear, but it's also the proof, the past proof <laughs> that you should be worried. So you could just wake up feeling like, oh, you know, what, what do I have to do? <sighs> gathering of the list is when the stuff comes rolling in. That's when you realize, okay, my work has started. I have to be logged in or, okay, I'm up. Uh, kids need something or I need, uh, I got to figure out what to, I got to brush my teeth. Some days are that overwhelming, right? Like how do I fit it all in? Then the list gets clogged. So maybe you get to work. And maybe you're not overwhelmed at that point and you're just waiting there and you're kind of going through the motions and you're like, I'm going to take charge of this shit today. Today, I'm going to really make it happen. And then there's one thing that comes in. You're like, okay, I'm going to work on that. And then something else comes in and it's not even time sensitive. It need not disturb what it is you're doing, but it being there now, the pressure is rising. And then something else comes or something else. It comes out that you forgot to give somebody something or you forgot a date. And even though that date is a few days away, still the fact that you forgot that something was coming up and now you remember when you're doing something else, right? It's the clogging of the list. It's the piling up where it was going from one, two, three, four. to now it's like 117, right? Because all of it's on top of each, of, of, of each other. And now you just have this clogged ass list of stuff that's floating above your head right? Follow me so far. This is the most neurodivergent way to explain this list, I feel like. But um, 
then the list gets frozen. That's when the clogging is just, you're just like, oh, what? Fuck. And you just stop. Everybody do a deep breath. If you felt that, you, you could literally feel that, you know, going through those motions. So when this is happening for you guys, there's a few things we can do. But I want to hear, as you, as you were hearing that, what is the one environment that you experience that the most in? Is it work? Is it home? Is it personal life? Tell me in the chat, where does the one area you feel this overwhelm process kind of happen for you the most? It could be in managing your health. You know, it could be in stuff you do for CCA. It could be anything. But where do you see this? these different stages of overwhelm start to really build up for you? See, the clogging plays on my feelings of not being good enough. Yeah, it's hard to work the list when I can only do each item for 15 minutes before getting distracted by something else. Yep, knowing the difference between the intrusive thoughts and the intuition made things easier this week. Yay, I love it. Um, home life, home life gets you the most with this. Yep, it's common. You know, and, and also you're surrounded quite literally with shit you have to do, right? Like. There's always something to do, it feels like. Not me saying I'm going to clean my kitchen, then randomly walking in the other room to do other things just to end up sitting on the floor staring at the wall because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yep. That's, there's levels to this, you know? So let's break this down a bit, okay? Because, you know, if we can try and find... Oh, wait, Jen, so love it. Love input. Keep it coming. Definitely struggle the most in managing my health and all the things wrong with me. I don't know where to start. And there's always something else. It gets so overwhelming that I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that's, that's also going to be good for next week's lesson, the pessimistic brain. Not that that's a pessimistic view at all. I think that pessimism and optimism are healthy in a balance. So, but the, I'll, we'll talk a bit about that here. I think next week's we're going to break it down in, in the sense of when you have symptoms that continue. And you have like, it's like one step forward, 10 steps back that feeling you'll really like next week's zoom for that topic too. But absolutely, you know, it's overwhelming because it's also playing on that whole, I should be doing this. I should be doing better at this. This shouldn't be happening. So it becomes really overwhelming where you kind of feel like I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't, I am so tired and so at the like spread thin, screw it right? Or just complete shutdown, not even a screw it, like a, like a con um, conscious screw it. it could just be a shutdown completely. So it's very common. It's, it's, it's overwhelming in itself to have illnesses that can't just be treated with a prescription or a certain test that gives you a yes or a no answer. You know, it's, it's extremely overwhelming, especially if you give a shit about your health, you know? So it's personal life. It's hard for me to say no to asks. Ooh, that's a good one. My favorite. We should text about that because that's one of my favorite topics. I used to say yes to everybody. I hated boundaries. Boundaries were not a thing I I've ever felt natural. They still don't feel 100% natural. I just, it's easy for me to do them. So definitely text me about that. Um, but in the workplace, that's really common because once you do what you'd think everybody should do and try to show that you're a help, you're helpful, you're an asset, you're dependable. Um, <laughs> you want to do that. So the people higher up, see you do that. 
so that you can grow and you can be recognized. But what really happens is you just get under acknowledged by the people who dump their shit on you. And then you're just doing everything. Right. So I totally get that. I have a great story to tell you about that, but text me. So I get so overwhelmed with doctors and diseases and appointments and tests. Yeah. That's the other thing. I've definitely been there where I'm like, I'm taking a, what is it? A, a sabbatical, <laughs> taking a sabbatical, a medical sabbatical. I don't want to no appointments, whatever. I got so bad one time. I would literally say to people who are concerned, I'd be like, if I die, I die at this point. I can't do it. And it's like not responsible to be that way. It was definitely rooted in depression, that response, but I get it. I've been there where it's like, they don't help anyway. It's just doom and gloom and too much to think about. I hate making appointments, you know? So I get it. Yes, I should be because the people I live with have energy. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big one. Family examples, right? And logically we know these people are not healthy. But emotionally, we yearn for that same feeling because we're dopamine driven. It's almost like if we could be like them, we'd be unstoppable. That's the key. That's the good stuff. When we logically think about it, we're like, I don't want to be like them at all. (laughs) But in our lowest moments, it's like, if only I get it. So let's break down how we can start to try and change this a little bit. And again, nothing I suggest in these Zooms is going to be like abracadabra. You now feel this way. You know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. Oh, shit. I didn't bring my computer charger. Where the hell did I put that? Sorry. Hold on. Computer dying. I brought it. I just literally didn't plug it in. So ADD, huh? I always say people with ADD, we like to just make like obstacle courses for ourselves essentially to do all the shit that other people just do. We like to do it, but spicy, you know? So, um, let's try to change this a bit. And as you guys know, nothing I ever suggest is like supposed to be abracadabra. I say it and it's fixed. These are issues that we've had for decades now. It's not going to go away necessarily overnight. And these are going to be an oversimplified way of looking at it hopefully to encourage more dialogue between either you guys and me or you and your coaches. Okay. So number one, to help with the anticipation of the list, change your perspective in the mornings before work or before anything gets assigned to you. Guard your morning hours. Like, like someone's trying to snatch away your kid. If they try to interfere with that time. And I don't mean that you have to like be able to have this luxurious life where you sit and you enjoy, you drink Earl Grey tea, someone feeds you grapes. Like we got shit to do, (laughs) you know, if you can have that fabulous, send a pic. But if you, if you're like the majority of us and that's just not in the cards, then what you have to do is guard that, that, that little bit of time you have in the morning. And I know you may be thinking, but I'm dragging ass during that time. What quality could you possibly want me to have? It doesn't have to be big. Work with me. We can reschedule, restructure, you know, do your nighttime and your morning routines. But when it comes to thinking about anything, when you're going to start something, what's due, what you're behind on, give yourself a freaking hour, right? Or give yourself until the time you get into work and you're on the frigging clock. You know, it, it only feels like you're already behind and you don't have time to do that. That's not the fact. The fact is, if you wait an hour 
to think this way because you're just trying to be present and focused and keep yourself calm. And then when you get to work, you begin to think of stuff. The 10 minutes that that would probably take you to recalibrate at the start of your workday would have taken the entire hour in terms of the stress that it would have caused you. And that sets the tone for the rest of the day. So if you're in, you know, that's you, you know, sometimes it's, it's really easy to wake up and just like grab our phone right away. As soon as you wake up before you even get out of the bath, get out of bed to go pee, right? You're already looking at your phone. Don't do that shit. Disconnect yourself as much as possible just for a little bit. Maybe it's not possible to do an hour, right? Maybe you do a half hour, but really I'm not asking what's easy to do. I'm asking what's possible to do because nobody likes investing, right? At the time of, at the a bunch of you guys have heard this from me this week, but at the time of making an investment, it's a pain in the ass. You got to hope that you pick the right one. You're going without, you've lost some bit of, I don't know, money or time or whatever. And you're hoping that it pans out one day and it was a good decision. Nobody likes that part. They only like the part when they're cashing in on their investment. And that's normal, right? To stay the course, to be like, okay, hopefully this works, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not saying what can you just without needing to put any time into it, like how can you just pull an hour out of your ass and make it happen in the morning? What I'm saying is figure out what has to change with our help if need be so that you can get as much time in the morning because that is your investment in the rest of the day. If that bit is hectic, your entire day is going to be hectic. So invest whatever you gotta into getting that to be your time to just wake up to the world and not have to be on, okay? Thoughts on that? Again, I'm not saying it's just like abracadabra easy to do. It's not gonna fit everyone's schedule, their energy levels. That's why I wanna text with you individually. But as a concept, does that make sense? You know, your morning set up your entire course of your day. And we're not on the clock yet. You know, you're not, a, you're a, I mean, my business owner clients in here are probably like, but I feel that. <laughs> and even I guard my mornings. You know, I don't take calls early, early in the morning. Why? They'd be shitty calls, right? Like I'd have to, I have to really guard that time in the morning for me to be my strongest throughout the day, having to wear a ton of different hats throughout the day. So whether you're working for someone and you're not getting profit sharing, so you ain't on the clock yet, that time is not paid for. Or if you're a business owner who wants to be a strong business owner and keep it going, morning time is so sacred. Even if it's not, again, it's a half hour, it's 20 minutes, whatever. Have that picked and dedicated. <clears throat> so let's see. Guard my mornings. I straight up say, no, not now because I need that time. Yeah, and you can say like, hey, my, you know, I, you can say I turn on at 10 AM <laughs> if, if you can, you know, you wouldn't say that's your boss necessarily, but you know, if you're at home and people are like clamoring for, you wouldn't say that's like a small child, but anyone who you can get away with it, a partner of uh, some, an older child, a coworker, whatever. And you're just kind of getting into the swing of things. Jokingly say, Hey, I'll get back to you at this time. Because if you're not on at that point, you're not on at that point. Right. People will appreciate having a time that they can come to you about stuff. 
Um, I purposely book hair appointments, dental, groceries, et cetera, for the afternoon. Ain't nobody getting my mornings with the exception of my job and my family. Yeah, but make sure that you have time in that morning. That's the big thing. Just straight up collecting yourself, not figuring out who needs what, what needs to be done for who, who you need to call, what you're behind on. No, even if it's a half hour of just oh, quietness, calmness, getting your shit together, getting your, your food, remembering your, you know, okay, like, let me get dressed. Let me, you're still doing stuff, right? But not piling on the stuff you're behind on or not inventorying the shit you're going to do the rest of the day. Leave that outside of that morning time. <clears throat> my allergies guys I'm sorry <clears throat> so <clears throat> gathering gathering of the list when the list is starting to come in <clears throat> okay those of you who get overwhelmed at work what is the thing that gets piled onto you during the day that you know, once that thing happens, you're spent. Like what's, or, or one assignment, one occurrence. Like some people just freaking hate checking on new emails that come in. Some people absolutely hate, like they'll see someone in their office is always asking them for shit, email them. And they're just like, oh, here we go. You know, what is the gathering of the list at work for you that really just puts you over the edge of overwhelm? Is going to sound awful, but when my boss is overbearing, I go to the doctor. <laughs> so many fake doctor appointments. Haircut equals doctor. Laundromat equals doctor. Hey, at least you got an employer who gives a shit about doctor's appointments. You know, that's the, that's the plus. If they don't give a shit about your personal life and needing some kind of balance, then at least they care enough medically. Use whatever leverage you got to use. Uh, my boss adding last minute meetings to my schedule. That is so annoying <laughs> because it's like when that happens and you have a boss add on a last minute meeting, is it at the end of your day? Is it in the middle of your day? Is it, I don't give a shit what you're doing. Just drop it. And now you got to listen to me. Like when do those meetings usually fall into? I had from, I hide from one of the women from work, just that one person overwhelms me. So I hide in the surgery suite where I know she won't go. Wow. <laughs> Your, the surgery suite is the most peaceful place for you, huh? Um, so I think figuring out why that person is overwhelming to you. Is it her energy that's overwhelming? Is it that you know she has a request she's coming in hot with? Is she like mean or critical? Like find out what it is about her that's triggering. So that's interesting. 70, yes, just drop everything, go to this meeting. If you were ever truly in the middle of something that is very seriously deadlined and weren't able to attend, even if let's say you had the most perfect delivery in the world step, how would that go over? If using the most perfect delivery in the world, you said, I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm working on X, Y, Z. It's not that you're just twiddling your thumbs, but like you're literally in the middle of something. I'm not sure because they always say yes. So maybe 
it's, it, you know, first of all, if you're always saying yes, then you've built up enough brownie points by now that the next time you say no, if it is some catastrophic issue, at least you don't say no ever. So it would be out of character, right? So I would give it a shot. My, my suggestion for you is the way you package it. So many of you guys have heard this already, but use the Oreo method. The Oreo method is how you explain something to somebody in a way that doesn't, that takes their defenses down, listens to what you're saying, and hears that you have a solution. So you're going to sandwich in the thing that you're having a hard time talking to them about because you're afraid of their reaction. You're going to sandwich that in between two nicer cookies, essentially. So how that would look, I'm just going to make this up, but um, hey, I saw your email about the meeting at blah, blah, blah. Right now, I'm in the middle of doing X, Y, and Z, which has a deadline of tonight. Um, I'm not going to be able to make the, make the meeting. Who will be taking notes on the meeting or can it be recorded so that I can catch up at a later time? Um, if you, or if you wouldn't mind briefing me at a, at a different time, I definitely want to make sure that I'm there and I know what's going on. I just am in the middle of something really time sensitive right now. It's, you know, nice. Like, Hey, I saw your meeting. It's really important to me, blah, blah, blah. You know, but then it's in between that is the I'm busy. And then the end is something nice saying, like, I really want to attend. Is there going to be recorded? Is someone taking notes? Um, or you can brief me at a different time, you know, and it's just, it's, it's not seeming like a no, it's just a scheduling conflict, you know, which I would just be interested to do that, to see that what kind of boss you're working with, because if you say that to them and they're like tough shit, that's an issue. But if you say that to them, they're like, yeah, no sweat. This isn't even really that important for you to be on specifically. Or if it is just you, you could be like, cool, what would be a better time to set this up? You might be surprised. You know, it might be that they're, they're accommodating. They just don't know how to accommodate the way you need, or they may be assholes, you know, but you find out either way. <laughs> so, um, let's see, work from home trick. When I get told to drop everything in zoom, I claim I was in the bathroom. <laughs> That is such a good idea. <laughs> I'm currently on the toilet, but <laughs> I'll be there soon, I guess. I love that. My own thoughts are triggering, honestly, coming in and wondering whether or not you're going to do enough that day or mess up that day, et cetera. And the Outlook email sound, <laughs> the Outlook email sound. Oh my God. Yep. So when it comes to that, you want to break this down. This is going to happen. Uh, let's move on in the list because this will explain that a little bit better. So don't, as you're gathering the list, as things are coming in, do not make the list in order of what you received. First of all, don't keep it all in your brain. Do not, do not do the classic ADHD ego trick. You know, I think of like, you ever have a server at a restaurant and like, they are really cocky in their ability to remember everything the table's saying without writing it down. And like, most of the time they're only doing that because they're that, they're that good at it. So they are literally going to remember, but every now and again, you catch someone who messes something up or who comes back to clarify, right? That's like ADHD for us. We have the best intention. We're going to remember it all. I'm going to remember it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be great. And then it doesn't happen. <laughs> so always, always, always when have like a piece of paper with you, a sticky pad, a freaking napkin, it doesn't matter. Keep it in your pocket with a pen right? As things come to you, gather your list, not in the terms of like, you know, boom, 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 just literally dump it on a, on a piece of paper of some kind, write it all on there. Right. And you might be saying that's really overwhelming. 
you'd be surprised. If your brain is perceiving information in a chaotic fashion, and you're now trying to wrangle your chaotic information receiving into something nice and concise and orderly and organized, that is going to overwhelm you. But if you just kind of like it comes in on the fly, it gets written down on the fly. There's very low pressure to maintain that. And it's not relying on it being all up here. So as things come, as things come in, you put it down on the list, right? Let's say you have the same stuff to do every day, like you were saying, Emily. So let's say just coming in and wondering if you're going to do enough or if you're going to mess up or whatever. When you get into work, decide for yourself that day what the minimum amount of stuff you want to get done is and put it on that list, that chaotic list. Put it, just jot it all down. What, what would be enough for you to do enough that day? What would be enough, truly? Come up with that minimum in the morning. Don't just set yourself up thinking you're going to fuck it up already. Because, and, and this will be better next week too. Next week, Zoom will elaborate a lot more on this. Is if you're just already going into something thinking you're, you're fucked, <laughs> pardon my language. I don't know why I'm cursing so much tonight. But if you're going into it thinking you're screwed and you're not, that's going to set the tone. Nothing in your day is going to convince you that you're not screwed. Unfortunately, it would be. It would be awesome if we had evidence of the, you know, if I just get through my day enough by 3 p.m., I'll convince myself that I'm good enough. That shit needs to start in the morning. And then you pile the proof on top. So when you get into work, decide what your minimum is. Put it down. Make that your goal, right? When, if things come in throughout the day, in addition to that minimum, put it on the list as well. Now, when the list gets clogged, because it will still get clogged, just putting it in a chaotic piece of paper isn't going to fix it, right? Now we got to work through getting stuff done. So when this gets clogged, you're going to pick one baby step task. Look at your most time sensitive thing and pick one small baby step task. That is literally all you have to pick. Why? Dopamine will take over. And once you pick that one little step, this is why we do baby steps. You have that one step you get that you, you're like done. Whew, okay. Dopamine kicks in. It feels good that you got that done. And then you have momentum. You don't have to rely on this for momentum. It's just going to happen. All you have to consciously decide is the one baby step to start. That's it. So <clears throat> do you, are you guys following me so far? Change your perspective in the morning. Tell yourself, I don't have to think about shit right now. I just have to think about like feeding myself, getting a pair of pants on my ass. I don't need to think about what my day is going to bring yet. I'm not getting paid yet. Right? That's number one. Number two, make a chaotic ass list that matches your chaotic ass brain. It's okay. That's going to feel more comfortable than the super organized list for the very chaotic brain. When I realized that, that was like, anybody else? Sometimes you gotta match chaos to chaos to get it done. That's why like safe, easygoing times don't really feel safe to a lot of us, I mean, besides trauma. But if you think about it, like we can match chaos all day. It's the trying to not be chaotic that makes us freak out. So, 
<laughs> need some chaotic ass booty shorts. Everyone does. <laughs> now, um, and if the, when the list gets clogged, you pick one step. That is all you're responsible for. One small move. It's not because it's going to be the number, like the best one you could pick. You're not looking for the most efficient option, the best thing, the biggest thing, anything, anything. Complete it so you can hack that dopamine and it becomes a lot easier, right? Now, here's where we then tie this all up and we have to be more responsible, practical, get it done. I don't know. So you want to look for two things, weightables and bottlenecks. Weightables are truly shit that can wait till tomorrow. Like nobody cares if it waits till tomorrow, literally except you. That's a waitable. It, there's just no reason to have that, like be, you've worked all day and be like, but I got to get this one thing done. Do you, or is it just you? Is it, is it you're competing against yourself for no reason? So if that's the case, it's a waitable, put it on, you know, save it for tomorrow. No one's going to get fired because they were working so hard. They ran out of time in one work day. Okay. And if that is the case and that happens a lot, your bosses should know that there's a struggle not to get rid of you, but to maybe help you out, maybe hire more, maybe fix any issues that are going on. No one's going to fix shit if you just kill yourself trying to get everything done, right? So waitables, waitables are important to, to learn how to not feel guilty about, which takes some time. Bottlenecks. Bottlenecks are when you're doing everything you can and something or someone is holding you back from moving to that next step. That is when overwhelm can really build up because now it's not even waiting on you. It's depending on somebody else doing their job or you having to go nag someone else, which you hate doing. It, it has to do with a lot more and there's just something stopping you from the finish line. And here come all these other things you got to get done. How many of you guys have experienced this? Bottlenecks. Getting, you know, whether it's talking to somebody in your family, waiting for them to tell you something. Um, I've had this happen with partners who suck at calling like insurance companies to clear up something on their policy, you know, like just, it could be so many different things, but bottlenecks, being able to establish where it is no longer your fault because you cannot go farther without that bottleneck getting out of your way, right? It starts to give you a little bit of pressure off because it isn't all eyes on you. Even my manager is in here. At the end of the day, if you have an inefficient staff member that's bottlenecking you, it is okay to acknowledge that, right? But at the end of the day, realizing it's a bottleneck is not making you the bottleneck. And as much as it sucks that you can't get something done because of somebody else, it's because of somebody else. You can only do what you can do 100%. And there are going to be coworkers who are a nightmare to work with. You know, there's going to be partners who with communication issues. These bottlenecks are going to be in all different forms and it's annoying. I feel like 2020 was one giant bottleneck for everyone, you know? So establishing what can wait till tomorrow and you're the only one who gives a shit takes the pressure off of having to do enough, do more today. Why? Literally just you care. And figuring out the bottleneck lets you figure out who you have to go to to say, hey, you're bottlenecking me. What's going on? Or who to, what to do to make up for that, who to go to in the workplace, you know, what, what you can do around it. If you think it's just you not doing enough, you're just going to get overwhelmed and shut down. But 
using this list, this is how you sort through the mental bullshit that causes it. Let's see, what else did I want? I put so much more here, but I basically said it all. Um, okay, so here's just a couple notes to close off with. Reach out for help. When you're overwhelmed, I hear this all the time. I'll get on a call with a client and they'll tell me about this shit show of a week that they had. And now it's not just me, you know, because my time, as you guys have known, is as we grow, it's harder for me to get in touch with you guys. But I got a whole team here for you. You got the page, you got the chats. Some of the clients have been with me for years and we got like five coaches up in this John now, you know? So um, all of us are wanting to help. Even you guys who aren't coaches are so friggin' helpful by nature, you know, that, and it's always easier to help someone else than to take our own advice. That's the truth for everyone. Like therapists, doctors, geniuses, anyone. It is always easier than when it comes to our own shit. So reach out. You have a ton of support here. If you're just feeling overwhelmed and you're like, I don't know what to do, say it because no one is going to judge you for it. And at any given time, there are probably other people feeling that same way. We're all human trying to figure this shit out together. There's no room for judgment here. You guys know that, you know, you're all freaking amazing. Like, I'm not just saying that, like, truly think of all of the shit that all of you guys do with being chronically ill, with not giving up on wanting to figure out how the hell you can feel better. You know, how many of you guys are in that place and you can sit there and look back and say, I love my parents. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. I love my parents, but I don't think they'd be able to get through what I'm dealing with. Or I love my parents, but I watch them struggle with so many things and I don't want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. Changing what has been modeled for you is so hard and so lonely to do without illness. So please, if you're struggling with overwhelm, it's coming from a root that's so much deeper than just you're inefficient. You're amazing. You're literally fucking amazing. You know, most people could not do a fraction of what you do and they couldn't do it, especially with illness piled, an invisible illness piled on top of it and, and social stigmas and all of this crap. So give yourself some freaking slack. Reach out for help if you're feeling overwhelmed. Doesn't matter why you are, you know, and maybe, you know, don't be your worst enemy. As easy as that is to say and as hard as that is to do, you know, but you guys deserve it. All right. Um, and if you need a couple Zoom recommendations off of this one, uh, thermostat thermometer is a great one. And plan of mediocrity is a great one. It's all about not being upset about doing less on certain days. All right. So you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. I've once again gone way over what I wanted to, but I love talking with you guys. Um, let me know, you know, if you need any help and reach out. We got a fabulous community here and, you know, we're all just dying to help how we can. So I'm proud of you all and enjoy the rest of your, yeah, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Bye.